It's the clearest of nights when the stars shine underneath the glow of the moon. That you realize that feeling inside of you exists. That there's more to life than the way you have been living it. If only a flicker of light that reminds you of the truth that burns inside of you. We all exist and come from the same seven stars that make up the me, the we, and, and the, the us. us. We are the road to remind you of this and hold your hand as you walk home. Hard to believe. <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been crazy. It's been a year, has it not? Like, what a beautiful year. It's actually been half a year. Over half a year. We're leading into the other half of the year. It's always so crazy when we get to like this point in every year. It's like, if you reflect back right now, do you remember Christmas? Yeah. Does it feel like yesterday? No. <laughs> <laughs> you say that every year. <laughs> so I, I uh, just downloaded July and it's, it's a house. So we're going to we're going to go through this. And before we move into July, let's just quickly touch on June. So June, how was it for you? How was June? If you look at the June energy, now that we've moved through it, it was the plane. Okay. And it was that jet black, beautiful plane, you know, being run by a computer program. And it was that whole sense of energy when we first came into June, where it's like, we're alive, we made it, you're here. You know, you're alive, you made it, you're here. What the fuck are you going to do about it now? It's that, you know, everything in our lives, you know, led us to June to then become the backstory. Where it's like, it doesn't matter what happened a month ago. It doesn't matter what happened five years ago. That was your story written to get here now. So if you reflect on your June, did the program get you? Did you do the work to be a victim to it? Or did you do the work to be a victim out of it? So you'll really see where you were. It was very much that imagery of the propeller of the plane starting to turn on and what birds were hitting the propeller. And did you let the birds then consume you and put you back into program? What's your reflection on the month? I was just thinking like, did you notice how powerful of a creator you are yeah, this month? Yeah. As the propeller on and the prop on your plane started to spin, mm -hmm. did you really notice just how much influence you had over your own world? Mm -hmm. And you either felt not even a minute of the propeller and you were just all in program, which is fine because that shows you where you're at and what you really need to head down ass up on. Or you had a mix of it. And, you know, me and Skylar definitely had majority mind-blowing propeller days. And then when a bird hit our propeller, a bird hit our fucking propeller and we were out for the count. So, you know, for us, as, as you know, we really embody the energy reports each month, you know, I really, really saw where we had choices every single time those birds hit it to do differently, to reflect, to see all the things, to make different different choices. And as soon as you made those choices, it's crazy 
like Skylar said, how you became the creator, how things all of a sudden switch for you, how all of a sudden, you know, I heard stories all month where it's like, oh, I was fucking straight up in program, do, do, do. And then I was like, I need to do something different. Walk down to the coffee shop in program. Nobody's looking at me. Nobody's talking to me. Just dead, dead, dead. You know, sit down, get a croissant, get a coffee, you know, change myself, get that propeller moving. And all of a sudden it's like a whole new colored world appears. And that's, that's that creation energy people started to recognize and to see. So June was the foundation of the rest of our lives that was stated in June. And at the end of the energy report in June, it said, you will wake up July 1st, which is today, if you're listening to this in real time, and you will realize exactly what it feels like to have your propellers turned on or not. So reflect in yourself right now. How do you feel inside? And that will show you if the propeller has turned on or if you're still working through your programs. Doesn't matter either way, but such a great awareness month was had. Tidbit, Skylar? I just can't wait to see or hear what's going on in July. Yes. So here's the gateway to July. So as always, let's really take this in. So if you're driving, if you're doing, stop what you're doing, come back to this. Really sit down, close your eyes if you need, move into the energy here of July and Skylar is going to break it down after with me. So here we go. You feel it as soon as you open your eyes. You're in the room. Stretch your legs, blink your eyes, you feel it. No matter who you are, you're in the room. Which room? You chose this. You planned this. You fought this and it led you to the exact room. And the only words that properly explain this right now is you knew all along. You can close your eyes and look around and everything begins to take shape. For many, they won't get it or see it all month long, but randomly it will come around the 20th and beyond if they haven't accepted it, seen it or felt it. The entire room becomes an experience within itself. What does this mean? Imagine it's like a double pane of glass and you are standing on both sides. And then that glass collapses in the middle and both sides become one. So you can truly, and we mean truly experience the power of you but most of all, the singular experience that will alter you. And it's like the combustion will wake you up instantly or you will begin again to get to the exact room all over again. This is huge. For what are we searching for? The room, our entire lives, because when we get here, you experience the truth. You see yourself on the other side of the glass and you realize it's an aha moment that rocks you, that actually truly changes your entire life. And you will experience a repeated pattern all month of the same words. I feel it. I fucking feel it. Oh my God, I feel it. I get it. I see it. 
oh my God, I'm doing it. It happened. I did it. I reversed it. I created it. I left it. This is why, oh my God. I've been working to experience this and finally be able to meld the two. From the bridge, bring truth into reality, into creation within myself. For the glass inside you only shatters when the pressure from the airplane is too much, as the computer program cannot and will not allow you to feel or even see the glass, ever. Because if you do, then the program cannot function, because the only way it runs is the avoidance of any truth. Truth is what allows you to put your hand on the glass and your palm as it warms and you walk into the middle. And this is when you witness the journey to now. And it goes a little like this. And so here you sit, notice the popcorn to you and a pack of licorice for good measure. And all of a sudden you see yourself on the left years ago, you're shocked. You're disturbed. Who is that? Notice you're walking through doors in and out of constant rooms and you're living your entire life. You know this life. You have already lived it. It makes you cry. As you see the changes from here, you feel the changes. You see the choices. You see where you gave up, where you fought, perhaps where you ran, where you trust it. Watching from here, it seems so easy and you say over and over, wow, am I being fucking dumb? Why? Oh my God, did I really do that? Notice yourself, watching yourself from here. And you see, if you're watching, you were just trying to trust because you're stuck in the game and you're sucking at it until you're not. And then the lights go out and the room is black. Your seat moves to the right and all of a sudden you're in a state of shock. Your head turns to see you in the exact same room with the exact same view as the other screen. But now you are already in the room, walking exiting each space with your back to the door because you're finalizing, you're taking, you're reversing, you are doing the how. And all along, you thought you were doing something wrong or that it had to be hard. But it wasn't you, you it wasn't you, you just had to learn to trust, to heal so that you could remember that you are the creator of your reality. When you let the propellers run and you fucking trust. So this month you see clearly and it's to be repeated clearly what room you're in, what you're avoiding, what you're not changing and what you're not doing. And for the first month or quote unquote time period of this lifetime, and we mean the absolute first time you create you exist all month as a creator and the experience of your creation will hit you in the face. You will absolutely and re repeat absolutely be rocked to your core 
And this will be the path for the rest of your life from here on out. And for many, things begin to happen really, really, really fast. What will be your experience? Wow, that's there's a lot of a lot of imagery, a lot of <laughs> a lot going on in that energy report. Yeah, and this is a this is a Skylar wheelhouse, <laughs> I really think, to break this down for people. I just feel the emotion. You know, yesterday, um, Yesterday I birthed this out in, in, in my work for, for everybody. And, you know, I had catalytic teeth pain, um, the two top rows of my molars. And when that happens, now we know that, that something's popping through and my fucking God, that teeth pain went completely numb. And then I had to lay on Skylar's leg and we kind of saw like a pomegranate and it was like the seed of life and all these seeds were coming out of my mouth. So imagine excruciating pain when your side of your mouth has these seeds, you know, popping out of your mouth and, and that those seeds burped out this energy and this truth for all of us to be here now. So it is just my honor to, to be in the room with, with all of you. So I'm going to hand it over to Skylar to see if he can quote unquote dumb this down for, um, for the logical linear thinking brain. <laughs> well, let's start with that we are in and occupying a new timeline and space. Yeah. We've never come this far before. Ever. So up until a certain point in the past, everything had been set up for us. Which was November, October, November of last year was when yes. we actually, that's it. So... All of those moments when you've walked into rooms and you came across things that were being given to you or gifted to you, things that you needed mm -hmm. to help you alongside this journey, mm -hmm. kind of like uh, it was kind of easy back then. Well, it, yeah, it was kind of easy there. because things things were things were ready for you. Mm -hmm. They're like, hey, if you choose this, this will be here waiting for you yeah. to help you move along. Yeah. Or hey, I'm giving you this random object. That way it can help you move along. And just to interject with that, it's, you know, for people who've done work with us and you've gone into your timelines and, you know, you've seen things, you know, oh, there's a book or, you know, um, oh, there's this or, oh, you sign this. That's what Skylar's talking about, you know. Letter, like letters. Letters, letters with Coco and stuff like that. Yeah. That we started with. Nights with Coco, and for not, sure. And we're that. not even talking about things that are specific to us. No. We're talking about the whole entire 4D really world, all yeah. of that language, mm -hmm. those timelines mm -hmm. had existed for you to walk into them so you could walk forward out of them. Yeah. Your now, whole life. Your whole life. And now we are almost kind of working forwards to backwards. Yes. So we are setting up our future mm -hmm. in timelines now mm -hmm. so that way then we can meet them as we get there. Mm -hmm. So our future future self is setting things up for our more immediate future, but we're doing that in the present. Yeah, so let's give an example. Let's give a storyline example. You know, let's give you and me, if you wanna use as an example, like whatever you can so people can understand. So do you wanna use the house that I saw in my um, journey last night? Does that, uh, does that help you give the example? Because no, because I, I don't like to do. I don't. I like to give things too specific because people get wrapped up into the specificness of well, stuff, and okay. and that's just the that's just the trappings of it of everything. So imagine you're sitting here right now in the present, and you're like, "Okay, I would like to go to. 
I would like to go to college. Okay. That's your plan. That's where you got set up. How do you make that happen? Let's say for instance, you are looking at going to college, you apply and oh my goodness, boom, you've got like a grant. A grant was set up by some mystery benefactor for you for this specific weird program that you're going into for this thing that you want to learn. Mm -hmm. You set up that grant yes. for yourself. Yes. In this moment, mm -hmm. the moment you decided you were going to go to college, you had kind of gone into the future and set this up so you could learn these things at, to give yourself the exactly. college experience that you needed. Mm -hmm. So once you applied for it and you got it, everything was there already for you. Mm -hmm. So we're essentially, we're working forwards to come backwards, mm -hmm. to go forwards again. Mm -hmm. Now I realize that seems really, really confusing. And it probably is and difficult to wrap your head around. A very good example of what we're talking about is the movie Tenet. We watched that a long, long time ago when yes. it came out. Mm -hmm. And it's something just like that. And also another movie that can really help you um, code this in your body is Interstellar. So Interstellar, you know, Matthew McConaughey was in the room with the book. And then, you know, how the, the whole movie kind of ends is he's now on the other side, you know, calling, knocking the book off the shelf. That is exactly what we're explaining. That is exactly what is happening. And, you know, I was sharing this with Becca. Um, she hasn't heard the energy report, but I was sharing like my work with her last night. And she's like, every single person is going to quote unquote, look back at their journey and be like, holy fucking shit. Like I see why it happened the way it happened. Because a lot of things that happened, for example, last year were part of the glass for now. And, you know, a lot of people's work and a lot that has been happening in the last four years is for now. So you really, really need to, you know, sit with yourself and see, like, where is your program pulling? I know a lot of people get pulled onto the external where it's like, oh, my skin isn't good or I haven't lost weight or, you know, am I really reversed from this disease or am I really all these things? Yeah. You are when now you go to the other side of the door and you walk out of the room. So what Skylar's expressing here, let's just use this as an example, as you're somebody who is about to go get um, surgery, okay? And you, you ha have been on the path of having to get this surgery because this started, you know, let's just say that since you were born. And you've had to go now and you're getting this surgery that you've known your whole entire life that you had to get at the age of, you know, 14. It had to happen. Um, it, 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 it was just the trajectory of your life. So you have now been setting up that surgery room your entire life. You have been setting that room up. You have been doing the work to reverse yourself. You have been doing all those things to now when you walk into the actual surgery room in density, the two walls become one. Skylar? I thought you were, fin aren't you finishing your analogy? The two walls become one? Well, the two walls become one. You bridge the realities. It's done. It, to me, it looks like a DNA strand in the middle. Like when you've already done it, you don't have to do anything because you've already set up the surgery for the reversal to take place. So you're literally just walking into the room being like, okay, I'm here. 
that's how this energy report started off. It's like you're in the room. Which room are you in? Yes, but then you're walking out of exactly. the room. Exactly. But just wait, and here's the important part. You're not walking out of the room face forward. No, you're walking out backwards. You're walking out backwards. And I realize that's a very minute detail, but it's mm -hmm. very specific because if you are walking if you're wa yeah. If Go you're ahead. walking into your room, you're facing it. Yes. If you're walking out of a room, you're kind of like almost facing the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's just the imagery and the intent that is there. Mm -hmm. You come into something new, you're coming into it face forward. Mm -hmm. If you've already done something. You trust enough. And you trust and you've done all the work mm -hmm. and you're reversing everything. You're not walking into that surgery. The surgery's already been done. It's completed. Mm -hmm. You're actually backing your way mm -hmm. out of that surgery mm -hmm. and almost dismantling mm -hmm. the operating room in the process instead of setting it up. Exactly. Because it's being done backwards. Exactly. And and a really key point here about what we're about to experience in July is these external things that I'm talking about. Okay. So it's like, oh, I'm just going to be V to me because my, you know, my fucking skin or my psoriasis or my cancer or whatever the case may be um, is quote unquote still there. Yeah. Because you haven't fucking been to the other side yet. You've. You've done the whole, you've done all the work on the left-hand side. You can see that as you're watching the movie of your life being like, okay, I trust it. I fucking did this. I made the changes externally. You know, the left-hand side is very much like Skylar said, it's that setup. You've done all those things externally. You, you just have. And, and if you've been doing the work, you can see how you've been doing that. Well, essentially the setup is the flexing of the trust yeah, muscles. Yeah. It really, really is. You're getting mm -hmm. used to trusting into making those choices. Overriding the program. Into feeling those yeah. things that you need to feel. Mm -hmm. Now, to in order to flip it and reverse it, that is almost like the really ultimate trust. Mm -hmm. Do I really ultimately believe? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's what you always say. You're like the foundation of consciousness is a belief inside of oneself, you know? And I had a session with somebody last night and they're like, I cannot deny the belief in my body. I cannot deny the feeling in my body. It's what trips me up is exactly what I'm talking about. It's like, I look at, you know, in the mirror or I look at my child and I see that those things still exist. So then there we go. The program starts to onset being like, there's that doubt. Are you sure? Is this happening? And that was very much what June was about being like, are you going to fucking feed that program or, or are you going to believe and trust in the work in your body and know that you've got this? Because if you really put yourself into this imagery where you're sitting there watching the movie on the left, you know, really pull yourself up, you know, and you're like, God, like, I'm stupid. Like, why am I doing that? Like, oh my God. Like when you watch a movie, it's, it's humorous. It's funny. It's, it's, you know, you can predict it, you can see it, but when you're in it, it's a whole different ball game. So it's really about pulling yourself out this month and really looking at that, that left-hand side of the glass that you started to feel, or you pushed away in, in June. So now you're sitting there and you're watching, you're like, okay, if I was in the audience right now watching the movie of my life, being like, a witnesser, being the witnesser, what would I say to myself here? And that imagery is so profound. That's really going to help you start experiencing this 
creation energy that is literally hitting us in the face is when you pull back and you really look at your life as a movie. And Skylar, do you have anything to um, share on how people do that? It's just literally stop in my um, opinion, stop and just like, look, like literally look at your life being like, okay, let's remove the labels, remove this is my life. Like, what would I tell myself if I was watching this? Well, I think, and I just kind of want to like preface this, we're not talking about like, you don't have to have steadfast faith and belief. No. Because that brings a little bit of it with like an arrogance alongside it. You, it's okay to simply doubt it and have days where it's oh, not yeah, as strong. Oh yeah, of course. So I but think that, it, that also that also strengthens your trust muscle in so many ways because you need that ebb and flow. And here, and it's that's, a pumping sensation. And you that's know? sort of what we're talking about on the days where your faith is high, your belief is firm, and the propellers are running good. And the propellers are running good. The work is super super easy. <laughs> oh my god! We've talked about yes. it so many times. Yes, it's, it's baffling how simple things are. Yes. when you're in that state of flow. Yeah. And we've also talked about the minor inconveniences that try and disrupt you and knock you off your game path where you have to notice them. Mm -hmm. And those are the days that you work on your faith in your trust. Mm -hmm. Because the days that you don't have the faith or the trust, those are the days you do the work. Mm -hmm. So the days you're not feeling it, what can you do to put yourself in a situation where you can try and embody that faith and that belief mm -hmm. where you can reaffirm and polish up that trust. Mm -hmm. That's really what we're talking about here. Now there was an analogy. I think we've talked about it maybe before, but it's popped into my head where it was like, you have a brand new bike. You have a three or $4,000 bike. You're a light being you're riding your bike around town. You go to go grab a coffee or a drink, pastry, a snack, whatever the heck, it doesn't really matter. Do you put a bicycle lock on that bike? Oh yeah, you did this in mentoring. I think. We did this. I did this in conversation because okay. it's a really good thinking analogy. Yeah, and people would be like, "Well, no, you're light. Your bike will be fine, right?" Mm -hmm. Okay, and then I would argue just the opposite. So, um, so what if you have some faith? You know, have some doubt. Well, maybe you put three locks on your bike, four locks on your bike. Right, because now you're not sure. Now you're a little bit insecure in it, right? And what is the appropriate answer here? Is it zero locks? Is it seven locks on your bike? Now, as polarizing as we are, we like to say it's gotta be one or the other. Mm -hmm. But really, it's much more simple than that. And it's, if we are light and we trust, yes, we shouldn't need a lock, but we're also not afraid, so we're not gonna need seven. Mm -hmm. But there also is a little bit of fear and a little bit of doubt. So maybe you put one simple lock on your bike because we're not arrogant in our spiritual belief that our bike will never be stolen. Mm -hmm. We are aware that shit happens. Mm -hmm. We don't have well, to be we're afraid. We're aware that we're living in density in yes. this body of form. Yes. yes. We don't have to be super afraid of our bike being stolen so we don't need seven locks. Yeah. We are aware that there's a complete possibility that our bike will be stolen. Mm -hmm. So we need to at least put one lock on it. Do you see how you have like that egotistical kind of like flip well, to it? Yeah, you well, have the super fear on the one side, then you have the super ego on the other side telling you you're light and you don't need to worry about any of this shit. 
Yes, because this all comes down to healing your wounds and, you know, debunking your program because that arrogance leaves you when you operate from a different frequency. It just does because you literally are able to feel into every situation and then apply the logic that is needed. So if we use me and Skylar as an example, we've been seeing Vespas all over the island and I'm like, yeah, okay, like we're gonna, we're gonna rent those one day to try. And then Skylar just, you know, talks about like the safety on his side. And if you look at both of us, like why the fuck would we not put a helmet on? Like just why the fuck would we not? So we could sit here in the arrogance that he's talking about and be like, we're, you know, up on these higher floors and we don't need a fucking helmet and da da da. But why the fuck not? Like it is of no disservice at all for us to wear a helmet just for the experience alone, to protect our meat suit, to have that experience. And that's really what we're, we're trying to show you here is, is that. Well, it goes back to the electric fence analogies. Yeah. Polarizing one side to the left, polarizing to the right, trying to find that middle ground mm-hmm. where you're wandering back and forth in between. That's where the work sort of is. Mm-hmm. It's not extreme lefts. It's not extreme rights. And everything that we do, it's finding that middle ground. And that's really what all this work really is for. So when you go back to the energy report and being like, yes, that's the trust, that's the faith of finding that middle ground of knowing you've done everything and yes, you're in the middle. You're neutral to it. And here's the thing, you cannot create, so you cannot go into the right-hand side of the room if you don't know what the middle ground feels like. If you don't know how to be in the middle, truly in your body, unattached, truly just being truly just there if there is an ounce and i mean an ounce of fucking program if there's ounce of wounds if there is you know um things that you're avoiding that creation on the right it has a bird it has a fucking bird in it well let's, you know you have to go in and feel well let's see some more simple examples that people can really grasp a hold of we know we talked about the one day where we were both not feeling it. Yeah. And we had to go out and go do some stuff. And it was like, hey, we put on our best Coco and Skylar outfits and kind of really like just embrace the day and really try to embrace who we were that day. And we really were able to turn our day around. But let's see, look at something even more simple. We'll talk about Becca because Becca had a really good example here. She was having issues with her hair. She was either Program, yeah. either not doing her hair. Yeah. We're doing her hair to the absolute fucking max. Yes. Because the program wanted to pull her to like, you can't do nothing with your hair mm-hmm. because you have to do 100% with <laughs> yeah. your hair. Yeah. And it's just like, why can't, there's a lot of middle ground in there with hair that you could do something with. Mm-hmm. It's not so black or white. And that really flipped her. That really uh, put her into the middle. That really changed her trajectory when she realized that she was in the electric offenses and there was zero fucking creation happening here. It was just a literal chokehold. And we can apply the same thing to clothes. You don't have to wear just the sloppy, you know, gym clothes or yeah. casual wear. And you don't have to wear fucking ball gowns. There's so many like attire in between there that you can find into that's still embodying who you are. Maybe not to 100%, but it's also not to zero. Mm-hmm. There's that 50% middle ground. And finding that and being okay to sit there. Mm-hmm. 
is because because the, 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 the next thing it's going to tell you is you're not doing enough. Mm-hmm. You're not doing. You need X, to do y, more. Z, yeah, that's the story you're telling yourself. But the middle ground is okay because let's remember as meet two people as <laughs> I don't know what the word would be. Yeah. We are looking and we are used to drama. We are yes. used to extremes. That used to be more. Or less. Yeah. Or some sort of problem. Yeah. And the problem is, is we are not used to having this ease and this flow where there's nothing. Mm-hmm. So then we start creating it. Mm-hmm. Because it's uncomfortable to be ease. When I tell you that like being free is fucking scary, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Oh my God, I've got no problems. I'm okay with my hair. I'm okay with my outfit. I don't have any drama with any of my friends or my family or work. Or I'm not sitting in the past still. I'm not pulling from when I was two or six or nine, you know? It's scary because I don't even know what to fucking talk about or what to do anymore because I have nothing. Mm -hmm. That's when you still self-sabotaging. But keep practicing that trust. Coco's going to try and find a quote here somewhere. But keep practicing that trust and keep being okay, being uncomfortable. Well, it's really what the energy report talks about here about how the 20th, um, when the room collapses on you, if you continue to um, to live this way. So I'm just going to refine this so that so, I can read it. It says, um, you can close your eyes and look around and everything begins to take shape. For many, they won't get it or see it all month long, but randomly to them, come the 20th and beyond, if they haven't accepted it, seen it, or felt it, the entire room becomes an experience within itself. What does this mean? Imagine it's like a double plane of glass and you're standing on both sides, and then the glass collapses in the middle and both sides become one, and it combusts inside of it. There's a combustion that will wake you up instantly. So that's what Skylar's talking about because it's like you're just going to keep repeating these cycles over and over and over again because it's like it's like the video game, literally. It's like you get to the room that you've been searching for that you're trying to do and then you literally go to one extreme or to the next extreme and then literally the glass in the middle that's separating you literally combusts. And and the the line right out of the energy report says... Um, a singular experience that will alter you and it's like a combustion will wake you up instantly or you will begin again to get to this exact room again. So there's two, there's two points of that. It's like either you keep listening to the program in your wounds and you're just bouncing back and forth like Skylar was, sh- was sharing and you don't have a middle ground and then you're, you're going to have this combustion point which is totally going to reset you again. So your Nintendo game, you know, you just redo the level all over again. You just redo the room experience all over again. Or what happens if you're relaxed in the middle and all month you've just been like, wow, okay, I'm seeing this. I'm working on my program, but I'm, I'm really clicking with what this is throwing down. I'm really seeing it. Then what happens is that same combustion point comes on and you literally create in that room and, and that whole room experience is done and you just level up. Like you just move on to another creation point, another, you know, level of where you're trying to create. So it's one of two things and, and we're learning and we're remembering so that this can become your state of being. This is the how, but I really want to kind of focus on, um, the people who keep resetting themselves because I feel that it's going to be a 
it's going to be an interesting balance of experience this month where people keep fighting this goddamn program and their wounds and they keep combusting themselves in the middle. So that's great because actually I was perfect where I wrecked. Exactly what I wanted to talk about is if you're focusing on just the one thing, that in itself is polarizing. Mm-hmm. You're putting all your energy into one thing. That means that you're pulling energy away from something else Mm -hmm. and you're wondering why it's exploding. Mm -hmm. Well, and why, and if we just stop there for a moment, because somebody brought this up to me in session and um, they're like, we were talking about narrations and she was saying to me, like, she follows my personal account that has my, my, my journal of my, my journey for the last four years and she's like, I really love how you share about, um, you know, wearing shorts or whatever the case may be and how you stop those narrations. And she's like, what I've really realized is when I don't give energy to them, when I actually do the work to be like, what's the alternative here? Like what's to literally be consumed? And she's like, when I let the narrations consume me, I'm wiped. I'm exhausted. She's like, I've noticed how much more energy I have when I actually do something about it. Yeah, so this is actually perfect. The example I've got in my head, hopefully people can visualize this because it's summer. What do we love to do in the summertime? All the things. (laughs) (laughs) All the things. One of the things that we love to do is water balloons. Oh, yeah. Now, if you've looked at water balloons recently and you've kind of been in the stores and you've seen them, Water balloons, for some reason, I've got this massive upgrade for the first time in probably 20 years, <laughs> where essentially instead of grabbing each individual balloon, putting it up underneath the sink, turning the water oh, yeah, on, yeah, filling yeah, the yeah. balloon up, and then pinching and it then off, and then trying to pinch, and then it, trying off. To pinch yeah. it off, what water balloons have done is they've got like, I don't know, we'll say a dozen, maybe it's more, I don't even, it's been a long time since I've had to look, where they're all attached to like a strainer type thing. Yes. And then that strainer type thing hooks itself up to the sink. So then when you turn the water on, you're not filling up one balloon, you're filling up 12. Yeah. All relatively uniformly, right? But now what happens if you start pinching off some of those water balloons before they get filled up, some balloons are gonna get bigger and bigger and bigger and burst. Yeah. And then you get reset. Love that, yes. That is what we're talking about, how you can't just kind of singly focus on one. And let's be perfectly fucking honest. So much time is devoted to one thing. Why? Mm -hmm. Because it's a distraction from everything else. Yeah. If something has gone wrong in your day and you spend all day thinking about it, that distraction has won. Mm -hmm. That's what its its purpose was to do, was to pull you into those lower floors and keep you there for as long as possible. Well, I just saw this in mentoring the other day with someone um, last week, and they were literally, like, it was a fucking, um, she was saying, I'm being spoon-fed by my program on a loop of repeated lack, repeated fucking lack, like, just consumed by it, Um, you know? And then you had said something, because I brought it up to you and I said, oh, she's on a repeated loop of, of lack because she's, you know, going to be at zero or she's at zero or, I don't know, $10. Well, I, 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 I think you had said that she wanted $300 in her bank account. Yeah, you had asked me, what, would, what, what does the program want? And I said, the program wants to have $300 in her bank account. And you said? I said, well, $300 is what she wants in her bank account. Then $300 becomes the new zero. Mm-hmm. So then you're just 
bouncing off 300 dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've got five hundred bucks. I bring it back down to three hundred dollars. Yeah. So what is the difference between three hundred dollars and zero, mm-hmm. other than the feeling of security? Yeah. Now this way, this way, the feeling of security though comes from the fact that hey, I trust the fact that I have when I'm at my zero of three hundred dollars, I'm still okay. Yeah. Because it's, well, I mean, it's not necessarily an illusion because you are trusting the fact that you are going to be okay because you have $300. But if you apply that same trust to zero, zero, you'd be like, you know what? I'm at zero, but I know I will have $300 when I need it. Mm -hmm. That's the same work. And that switched her, that flipped her. And the next day she got a place and things started flowing for her. And she's like, what the fuck? And we're like, yes. Because all of the sudden, you know, instead of fucking constantly fucking blowing up the same old fucking water balloon and the room here and redoing it, you know. We're finding ways to do things differently. Exactly. Now, we've talked about this lots. I know I've talked about this because it's fascinating. We only deal with one small layer at a time. Mm -hmm. So you think, well, geez. That's only filling up one small water balloon at a time. Yes. But if you're only dealing with one small layer, you're still making a bunch of other choices in the day. Mm -hmm. You're focusing your thoughts on one water balloon, Mm -hmm. but everything else is still filling up. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you're only kind of semi-focusing on one water balloon and you're having awareness of it doesn't mean you've pinched it off. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Everything is still flowing in there. You're just aware that, hey, I'm watching this red balloon go from deflated to a little bit of water to start to fill and expand. Oh, I can figure out how to manage this now. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Versus, 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 yes. Oh my God, the red water balloon is <laughs> going to fucking blow up. Yeah. I need to cut it off. Yes. And put a new water balloon underneath there. Yeah. And chaos. So that way, and then you get the mess of like, as they're cutting the full yeah. up water balloon, the water spills everywhere yeah. and makes the mess. And then your hands are wet, yeah. the thing's wet. You got to grab a new balloon. Well, that's Water's where, still coming out. Well, and now re- you're trying to put another fucking balloon back on there. And the mess that ensues because the water hasn't stopped it's flowing rea- yet. That's reactive energy. It's like, okay, I'm literally, you know, fucking chaos with these water balloons. Um, I'm bouncing back and forth between the fences like something wicked. And Coco comes in and, and says like... X, Y, and Z, why did you do this? Skylar comes in, says X, Y, Z, and does this, you know, questions it. And it's like, do you react or do you see it for what it is? Sit with it and do do, do differently. And, and that's such a big, that's going to be part of everybody's experience this month. Do you react or do you take the awareness, sit with it for a moment and apply it? Majority of people like to react which then causes your room to fucking combust because you can't sustain and hold it. It just keeps resetting for you because you're reacting to literally everything. Is this making sense, Skylar? Makes sense to me. And then when you're in that calm, peaceful space Mm -hmm. and you notice that you are... You are able to turn right. And you're able to turn right. But you also notice how uncomfortable it is. So you kind of maybe start a little drama in order to do things. Mm -hmm. That's fine. You're aware of what you're doing though. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's a little bit of drama. Mm-hmm. It's not a massive bit of drama. It's just something because you're so uncomfortable. Then you go back to practicing being in that calm state when the drama settles down. And now that's not an excuse just to have drama, but it's just 
a level of awareness for you to understand where you're at. So you're no longer bouncing off the fences. Mm -hmm. You're maybe taking a step to the left or to the right, just outside of your circle of comfort because being centered is so uncomfortable right now. Yes. And I really, really, really want to emphasize that I'm seeing the imagery heavily is the right hand side of the room. You are not going to experience this month, even for one minute or two minutes, if you don't relax in the middle, if you don't lean into the uncomfortability, if you don't take the action to um, dismantle the remainder of the left-hand side. The left-hand side, you cannot access the right-hand side as the being that you were on the left-hand side. You have to be able to sit in a neutral, neutral space in the middle. And, 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 and even if you don't understand what I'm saying, your body does, and I, I just really want you to understand that, is if I could give basic cliff notes on what this month really means, it's exactly what Skylar has laid down. You've got a number one, realize your program and your wounds and actually do something about it. Then you need to stabilize. That's the word that's on repeat, stabilize. For longer than one fucking minute or one hour, we're talking, can you do a whole day of just in the middle? One day, if you can have one day of an experience in the middle this month, truly from the inside, not external talent cell, truly, because you will know it, you will see the right-hand screen. You will. And you might only get a glimpse and you might only experience it for that one day or that one hour. But if you do what Skylar has outlined and literally become neutral, that screen will turn on for you. And you need that. You need that experience because that then fires you up. That then lights your fucking ass. It's like this, you know, Oprah always used to say it. It's that aha moment. You will feel it this month. I can't say right now what exactly that is, but you are going to feel it this month when you have seen that right-hand side. And that is going to be catalytic for you. And, you know, there is people as well that I'm going to now touch on who are going to live and experience a majority of their month in the right-hand side. And I just want to talk about that briefly. If you are in that category, you are using language um, that is truly felt that like, you're like, I feel it. I can really tell that I am really debunking this program. I'm really seeing it. You know, there's a lot of joy that's starting to pull in. You're really starting to stabilize. And your month, this month, is going to be heavy seeing the right-hand side. So what does that mean? That means that a lot of clicking moments for you are going to take place. A lot of aha moments are going to um, take place and work that you have been working on, not just for this lifetime, but for lifetimes. But, but if we want to just bring it into this lifetime, and then we even want to put it even in a shorter span, since you started doing the work is going to click for you. So your quote unquote proof is going to start um, like 
jointing together, it looks like. Like joints are coming together, a whole creation. You know, the seed of like the olive tree that you planted has now grown and you're literally like, holy fuck, my seed, I trusted it created the olive tree. Like things are clicking. So you're going to have a very heightened level of, um, they're saying the word beautified experience in July if you let it. The key, if you're one of those people that is now experiencing the right-hand side, is to be very um, slow down and discernment for when your birds are hitting. Okay, so meaning your propeller is like running now, you know, we have this um, standalone fan to our right. And you know, the old, uh, what do we call them? Oscillating fans here. That is going to be a continued state. But then birds or bugs are still going to hit. And it is your duty to be like, okay, I really can feel this energy from June. I know what this feels like. This is hitting me. I got to fucking snap myself out of it. Like even snap your fingers and be like, okay, I'm here. The bird is here. Like I got to snap and not allow for the smashing to take place because I know how to do differently. That's what June was for you. So really, really focus on what you can do to keep that propeller. And you're literally um, like it's a rocket at this point. It's a rocket at this point for for the rest of the year with this foundation. Skylar? I got nothing else to add. Okay, great. So take take this in. Um, amazing month, beautiful month. You know, um, the word the word that kind of explains the glass is mirrored. 